Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 98. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. All right. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. If you are not aware, the MCAT Podcast is part of the MedEd Media Network. Now, MedEd stands for Medical Education. And I started the MedEd Media Network a couple years ago in hopes of bringing information to you, the pre-med student. And on the MedEd Media Network, we have this podcast. We have the pre-med years, which is for every pre-med out there. So if you listen to this one, but you don't listen to the pre-med years, you're missing out. You should be listening to potentially old pre-meds podcasts if you're a non-traditional pre-med student. Specialty stories, if you want to hear from physicians about their career and Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A is answering a bunch of pre-med questions. We also have the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine's podcast, the Short Coat Podcast, which is a great podcast, and we're looking to add a few more here in the future. So go check out all of our podcasts at mededmedia.com. This week, we're continuing, and for the next several weeks, if not longer, we're continuing our dissection of Next Step Test Prep's Full Length 10 continuing on with question five today. So let's go ahead and jump in and say hi to Brian. All right, Brian, we're back for some more full-length 10 from Next Step Test Prep. Breaking down, we're still in chem phys. It's only week two. Um, Last week, we did a passage and a lot of questions. This week, we have another amazing passage as well. Yep. Because we're in the chemical and physical foundation section, obviously last time we had chemistry, this time we got physics for passage two. Uh, Again, I'm just going to read a selection, the first about half of the passage that we need to answer the selected question. So before you, before you start the, the way you said that it's, um, it, it sounds obvious to you. So you're saying it it goes, it alternates chem phys passage passages. No, 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 no. It it just happened to this time. Okay. Um, yeah, but of course, on the real exam, it's going to go biochem, 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 <laughs> biochem, biochem, physics. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what it feels like. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, so passage two. There, there we read, body fat percentage is a measure of fitness and can be estimated using the hydrostatic weighing method. Archimedes' principle can be used to calculate the body's density, rho sub b, which is then used to estimate uh, fat percentage and lean body mass total body weight minus body fat. Equation one is known as the Hume formula and is primarily used in adults, which tells us lean body mass is equal to, and then blah, 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 whole equation, which we'll look back at later if we need it. Measurements of dry body weight and the apparent weight 
of the body in fluid allow for density calculations. This is then used to estimate percent fat using the Siri formula, equation two, percent fat equals so on and so forth. We'll go back and look it up later if we need it. So we've got the Hume formula and the Siri formula. Do you think that would be useful for a student as they're reading through the passage as well on the real test to, to not look in depth at the equations in the, in the process of reading the passage? That's exactly right. You should know what the, where the equations are and what they're about, but you don't actually analyze them until a question forces you to. Okay. Both formulae depend on three assumptions. One, the body is made only of fat and fat-free mass. Two, the density values of fat-free mass components, protein and mineral tissue, are constant and equal across all individuals. Three, there is a constant non-fat tissue ratio based on average population ratios of bone and muscle. Four health club members participate in a hydrostatic weighing procedure. Each participant was strapped to a chair supported by a hoist and four cables, which were attached to an accurate scale. Prior to submersion, the participant was asked to fully expel all air from his or her lungs. Next, the chair and participant were fully lowered into the pool and remained underwater until a stable scale reading was obtained. Finally, the chair and the participant removed from the water, and table one shows the average trials for the individual, and we won't, we won't look at the table now. Okay. So you want to... Give us question number five there, Ryan. So question five, how would the accuracy of the hydrostatic weighing method in a well-muscled athlete compare to the accuracy of the test in an obese person? A, in the athlete, the true percentage would be equal to the calculated percentage, while in the obese person, the true percentage would be lower than the calculated percentage. B, in the athlete, the true percentage would be higher than the calculated percentage, while in the obese person, the true percentage would be lower than the calculated percentage. C, in the athlete, the true percentage would be equal to the calculated percentage, while in the obese person, the true percentage would be higher than the calculated percentage. And D, in the athlete, the true percentage would be lower than the calculated percentage, while in the obese person, the true percentage would be higher than the calculated percentage. All right. So now we have to figure out true percent. Like, what do they mean? True percentage. What do they mean? Calculated percentage. So that'd be the first thing that kind of would throw me off. Like, what do they mean? True mm -hmm. percentage and versus calculated percentage. So true, true meaning the actual body fat that the person has in reality, yeah. as opposed to calculated what we get when we dunk them underwater and do all this math. Correct. Yeah. Right. And so we've got a well, let, let's just start. And Ryan, you, your question is a good one, right? That first, you always want to just conceptually get your head around the question. Because mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many dozens of times I've done this question with students. And they, they go back to the Hume formula, the Siri equation that, that we're given in the passage. They don't need and formulas they, here. Right. They immediately try to start doing like math. And at first I'm like, wait a minute, just let, let's back up a second. Yep. Right. The question says a well-muscled athlete. So, Ryan, what do we know about the body of someone who's got a ton of muscle? It weighs more. It's it's dense, right? It's, it's, there you it's go. Dense. Yeah, yeah there, it weighs more wasn't the right the the right word. Uh, it's it's more dense. Right. So, if you're an athlete, you've been doing a lot of you know resistance training. You're going to have denser bones. Muscles are more dense. You're going to be super super dense. Yeah. Right. So when you dunk him in the water. 
he's just going to sink right to the bottom of the pool. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, the calculation we do with someone that has abnormally dense body because of the muscle and the denser bones and all that, mm-hmm. that it's means huge. when you do the math, the formula is going to tell you what is that guy's body fat percentage. It'll tell him it's, it's higher than normal. Well, no, no, no. So fat floats, right? Yes. So, the, so the calculation, if this guy just sinks right to the bottom. Oh, lower than normal. Okay. It, it, the math is going to tell you this dude has literally no fat at all. Correct. Like, oh, we put him in the water and he sunk right to the bottom. Yep. So, yeah. but of course, in reality, everybody has a little bit of body fat, right? I yep. mean, even, even your most um, high end of Olympic athletes, even there's, in men are you know, still have three, four 5% body fat. Oh yeah. At least, I mean, three, yeah. four, five percent is insanely low. Yeah. That that's like weightlifter who's, who's cutting to try and get his muscles, um, or not weightlifter bodybuilder, yep. you know, show off an actual athlete needs some fat cause they need to be healthy. Yes. Um, right. So it, that part of it just conceptually, like, what does that mean? Thick bones, lots of muscle. I sink fat floats. Yeah. So because I sink, you're going to tell me I have no fat, but of course I have some fat. Yeah. So in that, on that analysis alone, Ryan, what, what do we see in the answer choices? So in that analysis, we're going to say the true percentage. So what the person actually has is going to be higher than what the reading is going to be. And so um, I'm, I want to look for answer choices that, that say that. So athletes uh, for A, uh, in the athlete, the true percentage would be equal to the calculated percentage. So we know that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, answer choice B, the true percentage would be higher than the calculated percentage. So, that, oh, okay, maybe that one. Um, <laughs> C, the true percentage would be equal. So we'd throw that one out again. And then D, in athletes, the true percentage would be lower than the calculated percentage. So we throw that one out. So we're left with B without looking at the rest of the, about the obese person. Yeah, you don't even have to consider the obese person, yeah. right? So that's exactly it. And, you know, very common on the MCAT, right? You, I, I always call it full credit for partial knowledge, mm-hmm. right? You get full credit for this question just by figuring out the super dense little guy who sunk right to the bottom of the pool. Yeah. And, and that comes from taking a second. It, it's funny. It's very similar to how I tell students to prepare for their mock interviews, right? Just take a second. Think about the, the question that was just asked and think about where you want to go before you start talking. It's the same thing with this question. Take a second, think about what it's asking you before you start diving in and doing equations and go, mm-hmm. oh, wait, it's just asking me this. I can answer that. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right why, don't we, why don't we look at number, question number seven? So question seven, in the average bone or if the average bone mineral density is 3.88 grams per centimeter cubed or cubic centimeter, uh, which of the following is a reasonable estimation of the specific gravity of fats in the body? Um, so I don't know where I would go to that based on what we read earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to look at the answer choices, right? They're oh, 0.09. Yeah, right there. <laughs> so we got yeah. 0.09 for A, B is 0.8, C is 4.2, and D is 9.1. Mm-hmm. So specific gravity of fat. We got to know what specific gravity is. Do you remember that, Ryan? Uh, no. I don't. All right. So specific gravity is just density relative to water. So water has a density of one, uh, one, one gram per cc. Uh, anything less than one is going to float. Anything bigger than one is going to sink. Okay. And we want to know that fat floats. Yep. So right away you can eliminate four point whatever, nine, whatever. Okay. 
So Those are out. we're left with A and B, 0 0.09 mm -hmm. and 0 0.8. So mm -hmm. 0 0.09, I'm assuming more less than one, it would be like on top of the water um, versus closer to one, it's partially submerged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So 0.09, only 9% as dense as water. I mean, that's like a, that's like a life jacket or a pool noodle. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's so airy and light and non-dense, you, you'd start floating away. Yeah. And so right. just logically, then you're left with 0.8. Mm -hmm. Again, there's a number in the, there's a number in the question. All the answer choices are numbers and not a lick of math has to be done. You just have to use kind of, you know, reasonable everyday common sense. Yeah, fat floats a little bit. Mm -hmm. Slowly it floats up to the top. So it's a little bit less dense than water. Mm -hmm. uh, and so 0.8 is right. Yeah, just think of some fatty bubbles in a soup or something. Fatty droplets in a soup. Right, there you go. <laughs> think of me floating around <laughs> looking like a beached whale in the pool. <laughs> I'm going to float a little bit. <laughs> nice. Good visual. Yeah. Yeah, well, re really not though. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Right. Question, question nine. Question nine. What is the most likely reason that the subjects were required to exhale completely prior to immersion in the water tank? A, air in the lungs decreases the apparent weight of the body in water and increases the percent fat estimation. B, air in the lungs decreases buoyancy and decreases the apparent weight of the body in water. C, air in the lungs decreases buoyancy and increases the body density estimation. D, air in the lungs increases buoyancy and decreases the percent fat estimation. So we know when you take a deep breath, you, you float a little bit. Um, so it's going to um, increase buoyancy, I think. Increase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, increase buoyancy. Um, and so... B and C both say air in the lungs decreases buoyancy, so we'd throw those two out. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're left with A, air in the lungs decreases the apparent weight of the body in water and increases the percent fat estimation. That sounds like it's a winner, but I'll look at D, which says air in the lungs increases buoyancy and decreases the percent fat estimation. So we just have to kind of go back to um, that whole density thing. If the scale's going down to the bottom, it's more dense, AKA less fat, um, but we're staying up towards the top. So it's going to increase what we're going to say fat. So D is out and I'm left with A. Absolutely right. You're, anything that makes you floatier is going to make the machine call you fatter, right? Because fat floats. Yeah. And anything that makes you sinkier is going to make you less fatty, right? Because everything else sinks. So air, which makes you floatier, is going to make you read as having more fat. Okay. Floatier, hey. fatter. There, there's your, there's your mnemonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if hydrostatic weighing comes up on your MCAT. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like it. All right. There you have it. More of Next Step Test Preps, full length number 10, breaking down the questions that are compatible for the podcast here for you. If you want to follow along in the podcast or with our questions, go to mcatpodcast.com slash 98, which is this episode number, and you can download the show notes or download the handout from the show notes page there. If you are in the market for full-length MCAT practice exams, go check out what Next Step has to offer. Time and time again, I hear from students, students like you, who reach out to me and say, Dr. Gray, 
I did well in the MCAT. Here's how I prepared. Next steps exams were the closest thing besides the AAMC full-length exams. The next step exams were the, the next best thing to predicting my score and preparing me for the MCAT. So if you are in the market to start preparing for the MCAT, go check out how Next Step Test Prep can help you by going and looking at their full-length exams, their MCAT course, anything else that they have to offer. They have a QBank now, but their Next Step full-length exams are the best outside of the AAMC ones. And you can save 10% on those exams by using the promo code MCATSPOD. That's all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time when we continue with breaking down Next Step's full-length 10. (laughs) 